PGA Tour pros are in North Carolina for the Wells Fargo Championship. Let's do this. What's up, friend? Welcome to DFS Tavern. I'm your betting bartender, Anza. We're talking about the Wells Fargo Championship from Quail Hollow Club out of North Carolina, just south of Charlotte downtown. We're going to be going over five players that I like this week, one from each range on DraftKings, and we'll show you where you can get all the information free, including our stat model and our Discord chat. Come and join the rest of the community, talk picks, plays, and pivots to help you build those winning teams. Now, if you like what we do here, please give a thumbs up and subscribe so you don't miss a single video we put up, which includes not only PGA videos, but NASCAR and UFC throughout the year as well. Now, let's jump to the website and show you where we get our info. All these links are down below. Head to the website, go to the PGA page, and click on the bar, and you'll see the Wells Fargo Championship. Information is put up. Stat model will load in, and what you want to want to do is go to this gray box in the upper right. Click on that, and it'll open up the stat model for you just like this. So it's easier to use on your phone, your tablet, your computer, just easier to use when you open up the model rather than using it off the website. We're going to go a little bit over the weather and come back to the course and the players. So the weather first, it's been raining all week there in Charlotte, and it looks like the days of golf are going to be fine Thursday through Sunday. It's one of these things that you always like to check out right before you finalize your teams and do this on Wednesday night because it looks like the wind picks up on Friday uh, and later on Friday. Now, if that moves, that may make a wave difference on your teams for you to select. So again, you don't want to watch out for Friday's weather a little bit because that's the most windiest day other than, say, Sunday, but they're all going to be stuck on Sunday for those that made the cut. We're worried about the cut line at first. So remember, look at the weather just before you finalize your teams. There might be a little interest in stacking one wave over the other. Quail Hollow Club itself, the course is a par 71, just about 7,600 yards, between 75 and 7,600 yards. You see, this course typically plays pretty hard. The cut line usually ends up being about two, three over par, uh, so going to have to hit par better to uh, make the cut with a little bit of ease. The scores have generally been lower for all the tournaments we've seen so far this year. There's not a lot of rough as far as like the thickness. We're looking at about two inches, so being in the rough won't hurt your players as much. Just going to have to score on those par fours, of course, on those par fives. And you can see the course ends up with uh, 16, 17, and 18 as three of the hardest holes on the course. So your teams that are ending up on the back nine on Friday could be in for a little bit of trouble if they have some catching up to do whereas those players that start on the back nine and are finishing off in the front nine on friday to try to make the cut can make some strokes up with the par five seventh the par four eighth and par four ninth they might be able to get one stroke under par out of those three possibly even two and that way slide right into the cut line. So be aware of that. You notice we have the information on the front page as well as our ranking on the second page, but we'll go back to the front page here and we will talk about what we have. We have course history, recent form over the last four tournaments, the last eight tournaments, and then the key stats that we put up, which includes my own mixologist cocktail mix tied in there. In 2017, the players played this course 
for the PGA Championship and not for the Wells Fargo Championship. Played somewhere else. So we're using the PGA Championship numbers there, and that's when Justin Thomas won. And why don't we just kick it off with our players right now because Justin Thomas is my number one ranked golfer in 10K and above where we only have six golfers. But I always talk about my number one, and it's no reason why we shouldn't think Justin Thomas at 11348 on Yahoo, the highest price on both sites. He is top 10 out of four out of five key stats, and we know that he's been playing pretty well recently with a 13th at the Valspar, 21st at the Masters. Uh, match play, not worrying about it so much, but he won at the player. So coming in hot with a win in his last four, has won at this course before when it played a little bit tougher than usual, and ranks out well in all the key stats. So it all comes together pretty naturally to go Justin Thomas. Now, if you go up that high, you're going to have to find some values down low, and we will go over those plays as well. In the 9K range, we have eight golfers that we are dealing with, and I'm going to go right to my number two ranked golfer, Corey Connors, 9,238 on Yahoo. So 9,200, it saves you some salary space off of, say, going to Hovland at 9,800, who's ranking out pretty well, Tony Finau, which is always ever popular at 9,500, Willie Z at 9,400, um, but yeah, so 9,200 is not bad. Again, another player that's ranking out very well. Top 10 and three of the key stats. Played here in 2018 with a 42nd, but we know he's playing a lot better now, right now in the season. 14th at Valero, 8th at Masters, 4th at Heritage, 21st at Valspar. That is four top 21s in a row. Don't worry about the match play so much. Outside of that, before that, he was 7th at the players and 3rd at the Arnold Palmer. That's Four top 10s out of his last seven events. Wow. So 9,200 Corey Connors. Let's keep it up. Let's go. In the 8K range, we are dealing with 11 golfers this week. And I think we go back to the player that screwed us all last week because I think he's going to come a little less owned than people are thinking. I think a lot of people jump off him because he screwed him last week. And that's Emiliano Grill ranking out 11th at 8,100 on DraftKings, 33 on Yahoo. He's Scores quite a bit for his points at this price. I think this is too low. He should be, oh, I'm thinking 83, 8,400, somewhere in that range. His odds aren't that great, but his synopsis with some uh, Watson at 70. So it makes kind of a lot about sense to go with Grill. He's top 10 in two of my key stats, with the ball striking and the mixology cocktail mix. He's second in both. Those are season-long stats. He was ninth here in 2018, most recently. Second at the Heritage, missed the cut on the number after going 500 in the first round at Valspar and then five over the second round at Bar Valspar, bogeying his, his 17th hole uh, to then miss the cut. Sixth at the Punta Cana. When it comes to ball striking, uh, we really are wanting those players here. The course has some fairly large green, 6,500 square feet, um, Bermuda with Poa overseed. So I don't see him missing two cuts in a row. At least uh, he should bounce back from what happened last week. I do have some other players that I like there, but I do think we get him slightly under-owned because people won't want to touch Grio at that price, at that range for what he did to him last week. $7,000 range. We're dealing with 35 golfers. Too bad Brendan Todd won't be playing in the tournament. He is caught for COVID, unfortunately. But we're going to go mid-range here at 7,500. Someone probably always gets overlooked because he's not an American. That's Matt Wallace, ranking 27th in my model. 7,500, $25 on Yahoo Play on either site. He has no course history here, but he's playing almost tops in the last four and last eight tournaments. He's 16th and 15th in the field notes. Never mind what he's doing four stats the rest of the way with a third at the Valero 18th at the Heritage 
34th of the Masters, 28th the match play, which again, we don't worry about. Miscut at the Honda Classic, okay. 18th of the Arnold Palmer. Again, we're dealing with another golfer who has three top 20s out of his last six events. If we take away the match play, that's three top 20s out of his last five events. So just like Connors, and we're getting him at a $7,500 price. Scores pretty well here. I think people might go down to a few players, might go up to a few players. Uh, like Harold Varner III might be popular up there. Lucas Glover might be. So Matt Wallace coming in a little bit lower priced. His odds are better than a lot of the players above him. He should be about $7,700, $7, we are getting him at $75. let us go Matt Wallace. And down to the 6K range with a whopping 89 golfers or so. This is never easy to pick out golfers in this range, but if we're going to go Justin Thomas up top, we're going to have to find some golfers down here. And I'll rattle off first my real pick, and I'll give you two other options. I don't normally do, but we're a day late, so I'll give you two other options down below and talk about them for a second. So at 6,800, we like James Hahn, 34th in my model, 26 on Yahoo, scores a bunch, 63 points for 6,800 uh, on average is wonderful. Top 10 in two key stats. Again, Mixology's cocktail mix and ball striking. He has won here in 2016, 13th at the PGA Championship when he was here, and missed the cut most recently in 2018, did not play it in 2019. He's coming off of a withdrawal at the Honda Classic and a miscut at the Valspar. I think he's kind of, uh, since his layoff, brushed off the cobwebs here and is ready to go, which before he was like a boomer bust player, and that's what we're kind of looking at here. 41st at the Players, 15th at the Genesis, 10th at the Waste Management Phoenix Open, 32nd Amex, 41st Sony. Now, I know those tournaments were a while back, but again, he was off for about a month, came back, played not his best, missed a cut by two, and uh, I'm not worried about that. I think he's ready to go for James Hahn. Now, like I said, I'll mention two other guys here. And here's why. First person you may want to look at is Jimmy Walker. Not going to grade out well on any season-long stats for you whatsoever. 6,300 min price on Yahoo. He got 29th at the Valspar. That 29th came off of a two-stroke penalty in the, to open up the second round because he missed his tee time, so to speak, or was late to it. So he had to start off with a two-strokes penalty, got a double bogey, and still made the cut and ended up 29th. I think Walker has finally turned the corner. He has made three out of his last four cuts. He missed a cut on a number at the Masters. On the number, 59th of Larrero and 58th at Honda Classic. He will still come on super low owed. But I think if you're looking at someone that's finally starting to find his game, uh, Jimmy Walker might be that guy. The other player down here who also had a mishap last week, Scott Harrington at 6,200 on DraftKings, was DQ'd because he signed in a bad card. Now, he would have missed the cut anyway, but he has made six out of his last eight cuts. 42nd the Heritage, Punta Cana 63rd, Honda Classic 53rd, Players 61st, Genesis 26, ATT Program 66. So we're giving the miscut at the Valero and the Valspar where he's DQ'd. Not bad for someone that's almost min price. If you really, really had to go down and find a sneaky play and are playing a ton of lineups, you might want to throw him in there. So how about those two oddball picks throwing in there at the end? A little bit different than we normally do, but I want to throw those in there because I am a day later on this video with a little mishap on the Monday night. We'll come out with Yahoo Plays and Jock Market Plays on Wednesday for you to select. We're all hitting very well on both of those. So stay tuned and be sure to subscribe so you know when those videos come out. 
As always, best of luck this week at the Wells Fargo Championship. Be kind. Love you all. Let's do this.